Today, we explore an exciting theme. Unlocking the secrets of the Akashic Records and Access Codes in one place. The Power of Your Voice with Mike Murphy. Hey guys, welcome to the Power of Your Voice podcast. And I'm your host, Mike Murphy, and super grateful that you're here. I know you're going to hear something powerful today and that's going to resonate with you. But odds are it's going to resonate with others and, and will be a, a gift if they can hear this content as well. So I just ask you, if you like the content, if you like the show, and it's growing, so I'm very grateful for that because we're all about giving back, helping people to realize that they're powerful creators and that um, victimhood has got to go. And we're here to really grow and evolve, and uh, that's what this show is about. We have an amazing guest today. I know you're going to benefit. So if you do hear something powerful, share it with someone that would also benefit from it. We'd really appreciate it. Give us the old thumbs up, subscribe, and all that stuff that I don't like to talk about. So, joining me right now from Portland, Oregon, or outside Portland, Oregon, is Patty Oliver. Welcome to the show, Patty. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for uh, having me. I love that blue on you, by the way. It really pops on my screen here. Uh, so, just <laughs> if you could get 30, 40 seconds, tell the audience who you are for us. Sure. Uh, well, I am an energy healer. Uh, I specialize in Reiki and something called the Akashic Records, mm -hmm. which is the record of your soul and your personal energy. And uh, I help clients all over the world to release negative patterns, uh, release victimhood, as you said in that introduction, um, to reach their highest potential in this lifetime according to their soul blueprint. Awesome. And I'm, I really resonate with all that. And we have some unique experiences as well. We both lost a spouse. So we both experienced grief, which for me was the most um, devastating event of my life and has turned out to be one of my greatest blessings. What was it like for you? Exactly the same, Mike. Um, we were soulmates and best friends, which I think is the ultimate way to be. Yes. And, uh, but he had uh, passed, we were only together for seven years, but it was probably the most significant relationship of my lifetime. Very pivotal for me personally in many ways. And it was very traumatic. Um, and I carried that with me into my next relationship, which I probably needed more time to heal before I did that. Um, you know, I carried a lot of expectations and baggage like we all do. And um, so it ended up, you know, affecting that relationship as well. And I, I do believe led to uh, my own health crisis, which was breast cancer yeah. in 2007. So what I heard from you just there is that there's a possible connection between emotional stuff and physical ailments. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot to unpack in, in that statement. <laughs> but yes, because... Everything is energy. Yes. Uh, it starts with your words, your mindset, your emotions, um, and your actions that you take. And we can make uh, one of two energetic choices at any given time, one that serves us or one that doesn't. And, and we usually are very unconscious about our choices that we make, and we tend to keep making the same choices over and over and over again. And anything that is out of balance at the mental, emotional, spiritual level will reflect ultimately in the physical body as disease, chronic conditions, ailments, because it can't not. That yeah. that energy has to go somewhere. It, it doesn't just leave because we ignore it. Right. It tends to go deeper. It tends to pervade all other areas of our life. And that's why we feel sometimes when we're at the age of our 40s and 50s, it's like 
everything is wrong and yeah. this is out of whack and I don't understand and that's because we haven't addressed certain things and um, it will go to parts of the body that are relevant like for me with breast cancer uh, breast cancer is a fourth chakra issue chakras of the body and and you and you had a broken but you also had a broken heart and a, and a broken heart <laughs> okay. yeah, self, and, well because our relationships are a reflection of how we feel about ourselves right and i i had a lot of anxiety about fitting in about being accepted about being good enough and i struggled with that until i met this wonderful person who helped me pivot and i i believe that we have those twin flames out there yes or mentors it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic that say hey it it's time to pivot it's yeah. time to get on a different timeline and and we're going to send you this person to help you do that right. and i believe that was the case and I believe that was a case in my life as well, you know, and I love the teaching of Plato and Twin Flames for, for the audience out there. If you want to know more, Google it, but it's a powerful story. It basically says we're one soul cut in half. We spend many lifetimes looking for that other half. And I love the work of Carolyn Mace, who said that yes. your soulmate may not be the greatest love of your life, but it's the one that's going to drive that spear through your heart and soul and make you evolve and grow no matter what. And that's really the power there. Absolutely. It, it could be a mentor. It could be a coach. It could be a best friend. It could be a grandparent. I mean, it does not have to be solely this romantic idea. And I do try to talk people out of that if they, if they come to me saying, I need to find my soulmate, my twin flame. And I said, well, first, let's talk about that because right. <laughs> you're whole and perfect as you are. You don't need that. But, right. but what that twin flame does is brings out the best. In right, you. right. Makes yeah. you grow. I, there's a million things I'd love to talk to you about, but uh, I, I, because so many people are experiencing loss right now and going through a grief, and grief could, it doesn't mean a death, it could be a divorce, it could be a loss of job, you know, the pandemic, everybody's experienced a lot of loss. So in your overcoming your grief, what any particular steps or anything that could the audience could really benefit from? Well, I it, unfortunately, it took a crisis to mm. first of all wake me up because okay. I think I didn't handle it as well as I could have in the beginning. I kind of wallowed in it and then didn't really change anything about myself. I, you know, it was at a time where energy healing wasn't really talked about as much as it is today. But once I decided that I had this wake up call and I'm the only person who can make myself happy and empower myself, which for me was a new concept, that's when everything changed because I, I had made a decision. Everyone needs to decide what's going to empower them to be happy, to be joyful, to be fulfilled. And that is highly individual. For me, I felt that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, even though I had two beautiful children, and, and but I had this desire in me to create something. And while I was healing from chemo and surgery, I had a lot of time to consider that. And I decided that for me, not only to be an entrepreneur, to be, but to be financially independent given the situation that I was in personally, that's what I needed to do. But I also wanted to be mom. So yeah. I thought, well, I'm going to study skincare and I'm going to open a spa because I want people to feel, have a place to go on a regular basis where they can feel whole and safe and loved and just calm and peaceful for a short amount of time. Right. And literally i went to night school for a year i loved it it was exhausting and exhilarating and, and when when you're on task mike you you get that right. you receive that right. and i loved it and i opened my spa and uh, against all the naysayers mm -hmm. 
And literally three to four weeks after I opened, I was introduced to energy healing in a really kind of bizarre way because it was time according to the universe. Uh, I received a call one night uh, from someone I didn't know very well. And they said, hey, we're having a networking meeting. We'd like you to come. I'm all over that, right? No. So I'm like, okay, although it's late, it's dark, <laughs> I don't know, this is kind of weird. But it was a synchronicity, right, for the yeah. universe. And yeah. it will come in for you to take advantage of or not. I thought, this is too strange. I have to go. <laughs> and I ended up meeting someone uh, who said he was an energy healer. And I thought, what is that? And he says, well, I do Reiki. And I said, well, what is that? And he says, well, I, I put my hands over you and, and draw in energy and place it on you to create healing. And I thought, mm. that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Right. You know, they pay you for this, right? right. Really? And I'm highly skeptical. But I had a brief treatment. And the next day, I was blown away with wow. how good I felt. I was having some residual pain from the breast cancer that was gone. And I thought, oh my goodness, I have to do this. This yeah. totally fits my mission. And it's like this, the more I followed those breadcrumbs yeah. and just decided to not be afraid, the, the more it showed up. So I got certified in Reiki and started adding it to my treatments. And that was the beginning of my energy, energy healing career that yeah. I didn't know I was going to have. Because, you know, Tesla said, if you want to understand the universe, you have to understand energy, vibration, and frequency. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is just a matter, literally, of changing your vibration, but it's really not easy to do. Exactly. And, and one of the things that helps you, and you've touched on this briefly, but when we have a higher purpose, when we have something that we're really excited about, all of a sudden we start to vibrate at a higher frequency. Now we have more energy and now it's easier to be a creator instead of being a victim. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, if you resist that calling, yes. it can be an amazing sort of misery that you yes. have. Yes. Yeah. No. But listen, I get it. You know, I, I've been called to build this healing retreat center in Medellin, Colombia. And every time I come up with an excuse not to do it, bam. I mean, and here's and people, I'm not creating. It's being created through me. I'm the conduit, okay? This intention showed up to my life for a lot of reasons. And so I'm, it's something that must be done. I can't stop it. That's how it was yeah. uh, for me. It was like, it was just a natural thing to do even though i was skeptical i was like i was being drawn into right. it whether i wanted to or not and then i remember one day <clears throat> you know i had to make a decision because i got super busy with the energy healing and i thought well i can't do both and i'm really not ready to have this great big business maybe i'll sell the skincare and and focus mainly on this and again people are like well what are you doing that's crazy that's the money making side <laughs> of things and i thought I can't tell you why. And, it, you know, once I set that intention, because yep. everything is about intention, yeah. and we're always putting out intentions, yep. whether we know it or not. Right. Literally, like the next week, I had someone come in, a client who I'd seen many times. She was on my table, and she said, Patty, if you ever wanted to sell your skincare business, I'd love to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. But, so I was getting all the right responses. Right. From the universe right. and and then that opened up a whole other intuitive side i didn't know yep. i had and in, in working past lives 
But isn't that fascinating, you know? Because once yes. once we're in tune, and once that intention has been set up, and you said something very important, everybody's everybody's operating from intention. Everybody's using the law of attraction because that's how everything comes into the physical reality. We just don't know how it works, so we don't understand it. So most of the stuff is coming from our programming as a childhood and our subconscious, and, and that's never been questioned. And so that's why we're out of balance. We're all out of balance because until you realize that, and I like to say move from the head to the heart and start operating from this beautiful heart, now you set intentions from this beautiful heart. Now the universe is working with you, not against you. And now the right people show up, the right things show up, and life gets easy. You you talk about manifestation, and that's really about what I'm about, too. I wrote a book called The Creation Frequency. It's all about writing intentions and then acting as if they already exist because there's no difference between imagination and reality. And what I teach, I create an app where people can record these intentions and theta brainwave music and listen every morning, every night. What's your process of manifestation? Well, uh, I use the Akashic Records. Okay. Well, let's go uh, into that. I really have a question for you there. Okay. I'm glad yeah. you went there with that. I read a long time ago, Deepak Chopra. He's in India. And, uh, you know, they go into a store where they can tell you your past. Okay. And he goes into the store. Uh, it's like a reading, I guess. But, but they go into the back and they pull out a... a, a a piece of plant, I forget what it's called, and, and then it's written. His entire history has been written down, who he was married, who he was gonna marry, kids he was gonna have, when he's gonna die, is already written down. Explain. Yes, it, it's called your Akashic Record, and everything is literally recorded. And, and so your Akashic Record is like an energetic database, yeah. if you will. But but how did that, how did this get written down? What I what I did some research. It seems like there's these yogis or these great spiritual masters that would sit and meditate, and they would see they could see this, and then they would mm -hmm. record it. I mean that's mind blowing uh, to me. Esoterically, I believe. Yeah. Um, and and energetically, yeah. and it can be accessed intuitively, yes. and then perhaps you see it, if you will, that way. Yeah. Uh, through your third eye. That's how I. Okay. Perfect. Do it, <clears throat> but it can be accessed, and it holds all the information about your gifts, your strengths, your attributes, um, because you are meant to be happy, joyful, and abundant while you're here. But you must choose it because yeah. we're blessed or cursed, sometimes <laughs> it seems with free will, and so you must choose it. And and sometimes our gifts aren't naturally what we think they are, obviously. Yes. And it also holds your karma, mm. which is the energy of those choices that you've made in past lives, right. which did not serve your soul growth and your higher good. And your karma is highly individual to you. It's not about what's done to you, because that's the other person's mm. karma. Right. It's how you respond to what's been done to you. Yeah. And if you make a negative choice, which is non-judgmental, like fear, anxiety, to play small, to not speak your truth, or to be angry, to be a victim, um, all of those classic archetypes that, that we think of. And um, if you choose those, which is your free will, it doesn't serve you and it will continue because laws of karma kick in and say, it will persist until balanced out by new choice, no matter how many lifetimes that's going to take. So you will come in with similar energies or similar circumstances that feel mm. like the, the original karma to try again. Mm. So that ends up being all the repeating patterns that you can't seem to change, right? right. Your money problems, your health 
yeah. problems even uh relationship challenges drama all of that over and over and over and it's all on subconscious you, you know you said earlier that we just don't really bring awareness right we don't ask why and so <clears throat> one of the things that i teach in in my online course which i i just put out on how to access and read your own akashic record is to balance yourself again mentally emotionally spiritually and physically and it has to do with bringing awareness like why am i thinking these things why do i still have this trigger how do i release this trigger i no longer need this it's no longer serving me and and that's why it can be so difficult because it's really self introspection that a lot of us don't want to do right. you know it's easier to say it's happening to me or someone right. else is doing this to me or the world's against me and it's well, in today's Hard. world, it's easier to scroll down Instagram for an hour or watch Netflix for all day, right? That, we've, we've lost our connection to our soul, I think, and we need to reconnect and realize we're not here to watch Netflix and post on Facebook. We're here to evolve and to grow and to create and to make this place better than what we found it. And I find when we have that purpose, life gets a lot richer and deeper. I absolutely agree on uh, all counts. I want to ask you this. Well, you were thinking or talking, excuse me. And you mentioned, you know, we might make a decision based on fear. And so when we come to this, I'm just curious. This is I'm throw something crazy out there. I'm just curious your opinion. So here I am. I got to make a decision. So I can make a fear-based decision or I can make a love-based decision. And people talk about parallel universes. So, for example, okay, I make this fear-based decision. But in another universe somewhere, this love-based decision is playing out. Do you, th do you think that's a possibility? Oh, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> parallel, parallel lives. Uh -huh. uh, yes. Uh, that is a real thing, and it can affect you um, deeply. Uh, yes, and, and and that's the concept of multiple timelines, and there mm -hmm. is a choice playing out that's taking energy. Yes. So oftentimes what, what I will do is part of my own clearing process, and you can even ask this. I mean, you're in charge. When you're in a physical body, you yes. are Thank in you. charge. Yeah, but, well, but, so, but, but let, me, let me just add, because yes. we're not the physical body, and we're not no. the thoughts. We are eternal, timeless Correct. consciousness. We are spirit. We are soul. We are energy. That's why, we, but, 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 but we forget, and pretty soon the body's in charge, and now we're over here doing this stuff, or the crazy mind is in charge, and we're over here doing this stuff. We got to realize yeah. who we really are. Yes, that's having ego in charge versus having soul in charge. Right. And, and, and that's why I, I always call it, I say live a soul-powered life. When, mm. when you let your soul lead the way and get ego out of the way. Now, we, we need ego, right? It, it, it does serve a, a purpose, but we've gotten to the point where we're all ego-based and yes. survival mode. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's those love-based decisions that can be tough to make. Yeah. Because... Oftentimes it means we have to say no. Mm. We have to stop enabling other mm. people, yes. maybe. Um, we have to leave a relationship that's not serving us. We have to leave a career and start that <laughs> beautiful, right. amazing business. And that's really scary. Mm -hmm. And we like that stability we like that predictability of making the same choice over and over again even if it's not serving us right and that's how ego can get in the way because ego you know it wants to keep you safe mm -hmm. right well quote keeping you safe means staying in the same pattern because something new is scary and unpredictable right, right. yeah and so and then i you know 
Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs, and, and one is certainty and one is uncertainty. And so it's balancing that, right? Because if you just stay in certainty, you become a fear-based person, and pretty soon you don't even leave the house. And if you're totally always in uncertainty, there's no, there's no balance. You're, you're not grounded, right? And so it's balancing those two that because the uncertainty is taking that leap of faith, saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out in a leap of faith that I can do this. And, and I find the more uh, evolved I become, the more self-realized I become, the more comfortable I become in my skin, then, then I become more powerful. Absolutely. And that's one of the secrets to manifesting is leaning into the uncertainty, um, letting go of what you think think you want the result to be because it could be completely not what's actually going to serve you and if, yeah. again it's that resistance if you keep fighting it it's it's miserable um and and knowing that you will be trusted by the universe to have your back yeah. it, you know it is cliche but it's very true uh the the universe rewards you taking that risk right and going outside your comfort zone and embracing the energy that you want to be not the energy that you currently have, yeah. right? It's like, and so I, I will teach this to, to individuals based on who they are at soul level and what they want to create. It's like, well, it, it, okay, so this is the thing you want to create, but what's the energy of that thing you want to create? What does it mean to you? Is it fulfillment? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it whatever it is? And then you need to start making choices and taking action that resonates to that energy you want and then you become that which you seek. You mentioned earlier about Tesla, and yeah. the secrets to the universe. It's totally true. And as you lean into that energy that you want to be and you do it scared and you do it anyway, you witness a shift around you. New people come in, new opportunities flow in. And sometimes what happens at first, and, and this is why I, when I work with someone and, and I teach it in my course, you want to clear your karma first because until you clear your karma, you're only going to get more of that until, and then this, it makes what you want a little bit further away, but certainly not unattainable. And so sometimes people think it's wrong when they first start trying to manifest. It's like, well, but I got all this negativity coming up. I've got these people I'm arguing with. I've got this money that's going on there. I, I just lost my job. It's like, oh no, this is, this, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to keep going because you've got to clear these things first. They're not serving you. So elaborate a little bit. How do I clear my karma? By recognizing and accepting your negative patterns at first, right? Saying, yes, I am doing this negative choice, right? Yes, I am choosing anger. Yes, I am choosing fear. Yes, I am using alcohol to cope. Yes, I am. I have been unkind in the past, I, whatever it is. So conscious awareness and self-honesty. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to be brutally honest. This is what I tell people. Uh -huh. You have to be willing to be brutally honest with yourself and say, yes, I have chosen this. But the neat thing about being human is that we have time in most cases right. to course correct yes. and make a new choice yeah. and then you have to keep choosing it and then you have to unwind that in other areas of your life where yeah. you probably are repeating the same pattern you just yeah. don't realize it yeah so powerful i'm thinking about the 12 steps and 
the fourth step where you take a fearless and moral inventory and then you write it all down and then you share it with one other person and then you burn it. And that's a great way to release any of this karmic stuff, huh? Absolutely. Um, and it does always require new action on your part, yes. right? It's yes. thinking it's not enough. Yes. Telling yourself you're going to isn't yes. enough. You action. must actually do the really difficult yeah. thing and do it. So what was cool, you know, we're building this two-week healing retreat center down here. And every Saturday we have a healing sweat lodge ceremony. And so in planning it today, we started thinking, okay, why don't, we, why don't we get these people to write down every regret, every guilt, every shame, write it all down, everybody they've ever harmed. We'll go out into the labyrinth. We'll say prayers. We'll burn it. And we'll go into the sweat lodge and we'll anchor it and we'll come out reborn, right? And so my partner in this project, uh, Pablo, says, let's call it a forgiveness ceremony. And it just resonated with me. I just love the way of, I know the process is very powerful, but calling, labeling it a forgiveness ceremony because that's what we all need. We need to forgive ourselves and others. And when we're free. Absolutely. We're, we're the hardest on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're the least objective about yes. ourselves. Um, and I think that's why it makes... Why, why is that? Why, why is that? I don't know. I think maybe we've been trained. Programmed. Uh, programmed program from taught. birth. You know, here's, let, let me program throw this, let me throw this at you. I'm three years old. I'm in theta brainwave state. I'm a sponge. I'm self-hypnosis. Who are my gods? Mommy and daddy. Okay. Little three-year-old Mikey gets up on the coffee table. He actually knocks over their vodka and soda. Okay. All hell breaks loose. All of a sudden, this little perfect soul has gotten hurt, you know, maybe the for the first time. And then, and then, you know, and then I'm in the kindergarten and they won't let me play in the sandbox. And we start to get hurt. Do you think that has something to do with it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the, and the thing about when, when we make choices when we're young, and of course, we don't think of it that way when you're that age, you know, we don't have the capacity right. to process think yeah it's like well mommy and daddy are just having a bad day right, or right. um i you know i know i didn't mean to do it on purpose so i forgive them i mean they they just aren't they don't have the brain development yeah and so they get um, hurt they get hurt and they contract a little bit and every time they contract a little bit more and so a little bit we move out of that heart and soul area out of that fourth chakra and we start moving into the insanity of the mind the mind left unguarded <laughs> the mind left to its own device it's the program mind i should say like is a dangerous place. And I think yeah. that's where all that negativity starts to come in from the mind and then it affects the heart. And so we got to get out of the mind back into the heart, but heal the heart before we move back in. Yes. The, the ability to discern at the mm. mental level yes. is huge yes. in terms of, you know, I don't have to believe every thought that runs through my head. Um, and if it does keep popping up, it's like, well, where's the truth? Where's yeah. the proof? Yes. Um, and, and I have free will to change that. And I'm going to change that, yeah. right? Um, that that's hard to yeah. do because we again have not. We've been trained in in early education to follow the rules, to not think outside the box. Um, mm. You know, the the way they teach and, and is it doesn't offer creativity right. and different approaches. Right. Um, and so we're like, well, there's something wrong with us if we don't. Right. do it the way we're supposed to the truth is they don't teach us to think they teach us to memorize regurgitate and forget they teach us to be good little workers we show up at eight we have a break at 10 we eat at noon we have another break at two we go home at four i mean if you really analyze the education system it's all programming to make us little worker bees 
And, 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 and that doesn't, you know, we're born, we come into all these systems, we're born into a medical system, family system, a religious system, an educational system. And what are we, we're our own sovereign being. We want freedom. We were given this gift of human reality, physical reality, and then they want to put us in all these boxes. And now it's getting even worse. Now they want to put chips in our head and really take away our personal freedom. And and that's I think that's where there's a huge disconnect from from the heart and the world. And uh, I, I think we're going through a massive change right now, and I think it's good ultimately. But there could be quite a bit of gnashing of the teeth until we get to uh, a better world. I I do agree with you. All, all the systems need to. Um Fall, fall apart yes. so that they can be rebuilt because that's how it works here unfortunately we don't we right. don't go from a to b right. you know a has to fall apart and then we rebuild b and, right <clears throat> you know our life and our karma is the same way when you make a new choice everything that is no longer a fit has to fall away right and it can feel like the floor's been pulled out from under you and it's scary and yes. sometimes people stop and it's like, well, that's just the process of creation here. It's deconstruction and reconstruction. Yes. Yes. You have to buy into that. I, I, I um, like to say it like this. If you and I were to walk into the forest right now, half the forest is dead and half is alive. And if we do it again 100 years from now, the half that was dead is now alive and the half that was alive is now dead. That's, that's, it's all a big circle, cycle. And, and we just got to find the pattern and find the pattern that works for us. And, and dive into that. I want to talk to you about this because you bring up past lives and not everybody, you know, believes in past lives, but I do. And I'll never forget reading a couple of great books by an author named Michael Newton, which was The Journey of Souls. And I'm sure you're familiar with it. And so the question I want to ask you, because in the book, they talk about, you know, we're soul and there's soul schools in between physical incarnations. And you said we're here to work out karmic and all that. But wh why are we here? Because it, we, we live in the frequency of light, which is only 1% of all frequencies. So that means there's 99% other worlds going on right here, or frequencies, if you will. And we live in the world of duality. And so you can't have hot without cold, black without white. And I really believe that if we play this game right, and we learn what we were, we're told to learn in soul school, when we got here, if we learn it, we can perhaps graduate to a higher frequency where perhaps we don't find ourselves in an animal body. Perhaps you and I can now communicate telepathically so we can never take advantage of one another. And you, we live in a more peaceful, whole environment. What do you think about all that? I, I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I totally believe that we're meant to find the creator within. Yes. And we can't do that if we aren't faced with duality because we have to choose it in a free will okay. environment. And <clears throat> for many people, um, it's just taking lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes of not correcting the negative patterns. And it's so critical to everyone's, you know, because we're all are all part of the collective. Yes. And and I think it really is is that when when we live our highest potential, that does get fed into the the grid of the earth mm -hmm. and and sent out in in waves and and we all can help each other rise up by doing our own part through our own healing. Yes. Um, everything will start to correct itself because of the collective consciousness can demand it and yes. expand what needs to be expanded on. So yes. yes, absolutely. So let's talk about the unseen world because I just spent a, a few days with Dr. Joe Dispenza doing a bunch of meditation in Denver. And so he does something, and we were talking about it here for our facility, he does this coherence healing where, you know, mm -hmm. it's similar to Reiki except you got four four practitioners, you know, uh, and then you have the healee, 
and and we're pouring our love and our and that and I showed my team here recently. There's a video from China where energy healers go in there, and you can actually see a tumor shrink in someone. You know that. Yes. So because in reality, this is where the real power is in the unseen world. You know, the Bible calls it ether. Tesla called it plasma. The Chinese called chi. Indian is prana. To me, this. And this is what Dr. Joe teaches is go into the field of infinite possibilities, figure, create it there, and then bring it here. And I find yes. that when we can do that, it's so much better. Oh, absolutely. I love um, Dr. Joe. Oh, he's amazing. He's, awesome. he's amazing. <laughs> and I have seen him. He, he can't help but get energized when oh, you're in the room with him. Exactly. Um, yes. And, and I think that's the concept of um, with, with the manifesting. It's like, well, what do you want to be yeah. regardless of what's going around, on around you now? make the choices for how you want to be in the energy you intend to be and let that pull you through um and then the the universe will do the rest yeah. it, it's it's actually waiting for you to get out of the way yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it can bring you what you say you want yeah right but why don't they teach us this when we're kids growing up and teach us in kindergarten, first grade, second grade? You know, therein lies part of the problem. We then this is well. why this is why I like to see all these systems form because I really think we need. I think it takes a village to raise a child. We need community with responsibility and integrity, and we need to teach real stuff: what real food is, what real work is, and and what real love is, and what contribution, gratitude, joy. I, we got to get to that soon. I think. I, I agree, and I think you touched on it earlier, is that it, it's in the process of yeah. happening. Yes. I, I truly believe that's a big reason for COVID. Yeah. I hate to go there momentarily, but okay. I think it really helped us to Wake see. Wake up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were forced inside our homes. We were forced to isolate and think, hopefully, yeah. and say, what, what needs to change? And, of course, that takes eons and eons of time yes. because we're it's slow here in the third dimension yeah, but, yes. but it needs to happen and it's starting to happen and you know all those old forms of control and hierarchy and power over need to fall away yeah. which will just take time yeah you you just hit on something so important that i was watching a greg braden video interview this morning and he's talking about these twenty-six thousand year cycles that are broken up into five thousand one hundred fifty year cycles and i really believe on december 21st 2012 when the mayan calendar ended we started a new five thousand year cycle yes. and and if you look at if you if you if you quit listening to what they tell us and you start looking beyond that there was there was sophistication and all this stuff, technology, like we don't even have today. If you look at how the uh, the pyramids were built, we can't even duplicate that today. So you tell me what was going on back there. So I think we are entering a new cycle. And you said something that really bothers me, but it's true. Time moves really slow here in 3D. Yes. And, and, and when we get into the field of infinite possible, see, Dr. Joe, you know, matter changing matter. And when we do our retreat, the first week is a physical detox, matter changing matter. Then we move into energy work. Then we move into consciousness and some plant medicine, deeper meditations. And now we got energy affecting matter. And we test after, we, we test them before they get here, blood and all that. We test after a week of matter changing matter. And then we test again after energy changing matter and it's going to be fascinating to see what happens we don't start our first retreat till october but i'm so excited to see this data because i really believe that this in this 3d reality of matter changing matter is so slow but if we can get here we can speed everything up and make become yes. the best version of ourselves faster and become a powerful creator like we can't even imagine today and that's what's i'm that's what i'm excited about 
Oh, absolutely. And I, I love what you're doing. And it's so true. I mean, and you, again, you have glimpses of that, right? It's like when, when you're on task and you're on your mission, time doesn't seem to exist. Yes. Um, it's the same, it's like a quantum physics type yes. of approach. And same thing. It's like when I'm working with a client over Zoom, um, they feel that energy yes. shift. Yes. Uh, it, it, it is very real. And I will warn them in advance that you will feel this is like an energy detox. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And then they'll get on the phone with me on Zoom and they're like, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted and I'm exhilarated and I've got this. Yes. And this person showed. And it was like, yeah, you've affected uh, your quantum field and it's shifting around you. I'm, I'm going to share an example from today, not for your benefit, but for the audience's benefit. Sure. So I, I'm dealing with a heart issue. My heart's out of rhythm, so it makes me very, very tired, and it's affecting my sleep. I'm, I'm going to fix it or die trying because we're, we're dealing this health retreat, so I have, I have to fix it. <laughs> but but, 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 but it's, I, see, I take full responsibility. I think if you're going to be a creator, you take full responsibility for everything in your life. I can, you know, they want to tell me, I promise you I created this with my way of living right when I was younger. So, But my point is this. We were having a meeting at nine o'clock and um, man, I was just dragging, you know, I didn't have any energy and we start this meeting and I start sharing my vision with the team of this retreat that we're building. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm not tired anymore. I'm like, I'm, I have more energy than I've had in a long time because we were on purpose and a higher purpose. And this is a purpose of contribution and giving back and, and healing others. Then, then universe comes in and all of a sudden the cells start vibrating at a higher energy and they start taking in more nutrients and the mitochondria starts preparing more. So it is physical and it's non-physical at the same time. It was the non-physical dream vision of this amazing thing that I'm so excited to create was able to give energy to my body and then working together, all of a sudden I feel great. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, or you use that adversity to to move you forward. Yes. Like, you know, I did with the breast cancer. It's yes. like, I don't know how long I was going to live. I don't know how long I am going to live. No, no, no. Right, right. And, and we all suffer from something. And so uh, you can choose your spend, how to spend your time in um, a positive state or a negative state. And it doesn't mean ignore things like a heart condition yeah. or right. things like that you you that comes with the package of being human yes and, and the and truth of the matter is i ignored it for 20 years you know i 20 years ago the doctor says hey you got a high blood pressure take these pills for the rest of your life well if i was smart i would have said well what is causing this high blood pressure because right. there's only 20 side effects for each medication you want to give me and i could have solved the problem back there with meditation or different kind of exercise or a different diet eliminating sugar who knows okay but you just hit the nail on the head when you when these wake up calls ladies and gentlemen when they show up pay attention early and you won't be suffering long-term effects like i am today and having to deal with it when you're 66 when you don't have as much energy so so that's a little lesson there. Okay, so I, I think, you know, I'm inspired by you. Your teachings are profound. Your, your life experiences led you to this deep depth of knowledge and, and awareness and consciousness and this open heart to love and serve. So if I'm watching this, I'm in the audience and I want to be coached with you, how do I find you? And, and, and what would that coaching be like? Sure. Uh, well, the best way to reach out to me is through my website, which is pattyoliver.com. And it's Patty with two T's and a Y. <laughs> I know it's spelled lots of different ways. Um, and I have, you know, there's, there's two options. I have an online course now where I teach you 
how to access your own Akashic record. And, and um, I lead you every month in answering questions and uh, so that you're not left to your own devices in that online course. It's very much a collaborative Wait, effort. Which, 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 which would be better, one-on-one -on -one with you or the online course? Oh boy, I hate to, <laughs> that's such an individual thing. It depends. You know, if you're going to work one-on-one -on -one with me, I have, it's a six month program now. Okay. So I, I've, I've done away with what, the single one-on-one. -on -one. Once, once a week? I have it every other week. Okay. And for, for how six long? Six months. So if I'm working for with you, it'd be every other week for how long would we get together? Six months. No, no, but in that, is it an hour session? Oh, gotcha. Uh, I say anywhere from 30 minutes, if it's a brief check-in to an hour, sometimes even an hour and a half. If you've got a lot of questions or I'm clearing a lot of karma or we're discussing a big event, I mean, I just, I hate to put a time limit yeah, on it yeah. because it you just, never know. we need to, we never know. Right. Yeah, we never know. So I make sure I, you know, have enough time. And so let's just say um, you and I just had an hour coaching session. Yes. And we're going to meet again in two weeks. Will you give me exercises or workbook or would there something happen between those two weeks? Something where I'm yes, working on? Yes, all of the above. Yeah. yeah. So, so the first um, several sessions is all about clearing karma, yeah. right? So... It would be a lot of me talking to you and yeah. at you about, Mike, do you yeah. recognize this pattern? And right. I'm getting this energy and it's at this chakra and it might lead to this type of condition. And hopefully you say yes to, to most of it. So that. you'll be able to and pick I up, you can pick up my energy via Zoom and you can, your intu oh. intuition will kind of guide you into what's really going on. And what if I'm bullshitting you? You pick that well, up? Let, let me redirect that because I, I work with your Akashic record and with your spirit. Okay, guide. okay, okay. And they tell me about oh, you. So, yeah, so I can't <laughs> bullshit you. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and if you try, I can call you out. Okay, okay. Get, and say, yeah, no, that's not how I'm seeing it. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, okay. <laughs> it ends up being some falling on the carpet. But we need that, yes, right? And, yes. and, um, and, and it's really fun to work with. Um, those who are particularly skeptical because I usually can convert them pretty quickly and it's not to show up it's, yeah. it, it is what it is so uh, I would share that with you and then I would say okay here's a new action that you can take based on what I found in today's Akashic yeah. Record reading so how can you do that in this particular instance what do you think and so I tried to get from you what you would be willing yes. to do and then I also give you some uh, homework if you will to recite positive mantras affirmations um saying to the universe look i no longer I, I no longer want to be part of this contract energetic contract of this vow yeah. um this uh, whatever it is that i've found and again because you are in charge right the universe says okay let's clear mike yeah and so it will come in and you will you will feel that energy uh and it will bring with it people situations or and th th thoughts and ideas as well and thoughts and ideas for you to make a new choice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and I tell people, you're going to get something in there that you're going to have to, right. it, it's, you're going to be confronted. Right. And, yeah. What are you going to choose? Okay. I, I got to ask you this because we're running out of time and I really want to know. Um, <laughs> your, your, your online course, which looks amazing, by the way, you call it a self-healing course. And, yes. and I, I concur that with, if it's interesting, we have these eyes always looking out, but the truth is when we go within, everything we need is there, we find for healing. Yeah. But, you were a breast cancer uh, patient. And so then, and back then, you're, you're a completely different person I realize today. So, so as a fully evolved person or a person that's in this evolutionary process, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and all that for you right now, if you were to get another diagnosis, would you look at it differently? Is that's what I'm trying to say. Based on when a you diagnosis? were first. Yeah, you've, you had a diagnosis back then. How would you look at it today? And how, what, what would you do anything different? 
I would look at it as I've somehow allowed this to be a condition. Um, uh, and let me can, let me can I, I ask this another way because I don't think it's fair to ask of you because I don't even want to put this energy out there. Mm -hmm. I'm a young woman diagnosed with breast cancer, and because you know I had a foundation, I worked with hundred women with breast cancer. And we would give financial grants. And so a lot of them said, hey, I wish I could do natural healing, but there's no money for that and insurance won't pay that. So I'm a young person, or the 40-year-old woman diagnosed with breast cancer. And what, what, would, what would you recommend as all the treatment options? What would you advise me to look at? Because I have Western medicine and I have an oncologist and they want to do this, this, and this. What, what, what else in addition to that? So they call it integrative, right? So what, and yes. yeah, what would you suggest well, as well? I think energy healing, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit biased, right. but it works beautifully with all the traditional yes, therapies. I agree. Of, and, and, and the reason that it works so beautifully is that it gets to the root cause fast. Yes. yes. It's like, this is where it started. This is how you're perpetuating it. And negative energy that's allowed to persist could potentially, not always, right. could potentially create disease or problems in the physical body. This is a particular um, track. And so while you're working with your medical team and while you're working with maybe a counselor or um, <clears throat> whatever it is that you're working on, just bringing in some whatever energy healing resonates to you. It, Reiki is, yep. is great. The Akashic Records is, is great because it can tell you why you made the choices that you made and yep. where it started. Um, and it can bring that healing and then that allows for the physical body yep. to relax yep. to get that nervous system to calm and its natural he healing mechanisms will kick in and then yep. everything else just simply works yep. better because really the tumor is just a symptom of something deeper correct yeah that's a powerful way to look at it. i i really thank you for that well here's what i will say in closing one if I had time, I would love to be coached with you for six months. If I had time, I would love to buy your course and take it. And someday I hope I am able to do that. Because I find you um, a great teacher, a great communicator with such profound knowledge and someone that's gone through it. And so I can trust you, right, and feel comfortable with you. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking your time today to share with me, especially, and our audience. And I know many people got a great takeaway from this. So thank you, Patty. Thank you, Mike. Right. I really enjoyed our conversation. All right, guys. If you want to know more, go to pattyoliver.com. I think you'll find an amazing blessing there. And I'm going to be right back with our Mountains of Hope segment. See you in a second. Imagine if you could tune into the frequency of creation, the vibration that connects you to the source of all abundance. That's what the Creation Frequency course and book will show you how to do. You will learn from Mike Murphy, who used this technique to go from a miserable and hopeless situation to a successful and happy one. You will also benefit from a seven-week program, a private community, and new tools. The Creation Frequency is not just a course or a book. It's a way of life. Join now and see for yourself. Discover a new you at Mountains of Hope, the ultimate wellness retreat. Detox your body with doctor-approved juice fasting and IV nutrition, using fresh fruits and veggies from Colombia's rich soil. You will be tested throughout the process according to your and your body's needs for a personalized experience. Relax your mind with yoga, meditation, while learning to heal yourself by following a nine-week doctor-supervised protocol. Heal your soul with emotional support from our caring staff who will follow up with you for a year after your retreat. Mountains of Hope, where transformation lasts. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Boy, 
You know, I have to tell you, I've lived an amazing, extraordinary life, but it continues to get better, richer, deeper because of meeting people like Patty Oliver. Let me elaborate. She lost a spouse. I lost a spouse. She had breast cancer. I created a nonprofit foundation to help women with breast cancer. We're building mountains of hope so that we can give scholarships to women with early diagnosed breast cancer. But what a great, beautiful teacher. You know, if you're struggling in your life, I would really encourage you to reach out to someone, either her or someone like her. Hey, we all need help once in a while. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've, I've reached out to people for help my whole life. And of course, I've found great, great wealth of information from reading books and studying the, the greatest teachers in the world. So I encourage you to do that. Let me talk a little bit about breast cancer. You know, a lot of people come to me and say, Mike, you're 66 years old. You love golf. You got all the money you'll ever need. What are you doing? Why, why are you down in Medellin, Colombia, building a healing retreat center and putting all your money into that, and putting all your time, energy, and effort? You hardly ever even golf anymore. And it's pretty simple. Um, one, it won't leave me alone. Uh, this concept, this idea. So it's really not me doing it, to be honest with you. I feel as if it's happening through me, that I am the conduit for this, and that uh, I don't have much choice. In fact, maybe none. Because there's been moments where, where I've tried to step away or push back, and uh, just won't let me. But the real reason is the suffering that I saw. You know, of course, with my own wife, you know, nine years. You know, it wasn't all suffering for nine years, but um, there was a lot of suffering, you know. So the initial shock and reaction when a 29-year-old woman gives breast cancer, and the, that initial year was very difficult, losing her hair two or three different times, tons of chemotherapy, surgery, radiation, not probably 18 months, which was not very fun. And then she started to get better and better and better and better. And then we got married. We weren't, we were just, boyfriend girlfriend when we started this process and, and we, in 2002 and we got married in 2006 and then uh, she really wanted to have a child and the chemo had cooked her so badly on the inside that we had to do in vitro fertilization and so we went to that doctor and he said listen you know I'm going to flood her body with hormones so you got to go back to the oncologist and get his blessing and when we did that's when he found a tumor in her clavicle so now stage four and then bones and lungs and it just becomes uh, but you know we fought it for th three four years it wasn't terrible but then on December 1st uh, 2010 the doctor said unfortunately the cancer spread through the lining of your brain if you do nothing you have six weeks to live and if you treat it you have six months to live and we never even discussed it we just went into let's let's fight this let's beat this you know uh, and every day I watch this amazing woman fight like crazy and go through hell to try to live and, and I'm grateful for every single extra day she was here in body but every night she would prepare to take that last breath and I, and I was blessed to be a witness to that I forever changed my life as did her death for those of you going through grief it's uh, you know, I always tell people your life will never be the same um, that's the bad news but the good news is you'll never be the same if you go through it you stay sober and you go through it and you feel it and you'll come out richer, deeper, better. So, and that's what I loved about the interview with Patty. And that's why I'm doing this work because after my wife Margot passed, 
I met another woman, 38 years old, stage four breast cancer named Amanda. And I was asked to help her. And again, I was put, I was, uh, Margo hadn't even been gone for a month and I'm right back in the same hospitals in the same situation. And, and I saw, you know, she didn't have the resources that we had. So, so I started a nonprofit foundation working with women that were below the poverty line, giving them financial grants while they went through treatment with the, the purpose being that they don't have money to begin with, then they get sick and they can't work and simultaneously their expenses go up and there's no safety net for those women. So I saw a need. I tried to fill it for about four years and well over a million dollars. And um, the truth is it worked occasionally. Occasionally a woman would take our support, go through treatment, get well and go back to work. But, but it was definitely less than 10%. A lot of times it was sicker, 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 die. Or it was just, it was never gonna end. And I, I couldn't afford it, frankly. And so then I said, okay, what can I do to help strengthen their immune system? So I'd buy, I bought, I think I bought 150 water purifiers, God knows how many juicing machines, and I'm buying vegetables. And, and now these women think I'm their doctor and I'm a car salesman. So obviously that wasn't sustainable. And so that's why I came to Columbia, to build a place, a healing place, not only for women below the poverty line battling cancer, but for anybody that you know has something that they need to heal, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. We treat the whole organism, and I, I think it's important. You know, you just can't write a prescription and say, hey, go do this and you're gonna get better. Man, we, we gotta learn to meditate, we gotta learn to detox. I mean, no one talks about parasites in America. Um, we we got to heal these emotional wounds. We've all been hurt, and if we don't heal and let it go, it festers. It's energy. Is that's the beautiful thing about Patty? It's all energy. You know, Tesla said you want to understand the universe, you have to stand, understand energy, vibration, and frequency. That's all that's going on here. And when you're sick, you're vibrating at a sick frequency, and so you're going to attract more sickness until you can rise above it. You, you, you've got to become something bigger and better than what caused the illness. You know, so you have to, as Dr. Joe would say, break the habit of being yourself. You have to become something new. And it's in the becoming that the miracle takes place, that the healing takes place, and the growth takes place. And that's what we do at Mount of Hope. We show you how to go within and realize that everything you will ever need is already within you. You know, the brain is one of the greatest pharmacies in the world when it comes to making chemicals that will, that will serve you. And you know, that's why people get depressed because they're making the wrong chemicals. That's why people get sick, they're making the wrong chemicals. That's why people get overweight because there's too much cortisol, adrenaline, they burn out their adrenals. Now they have no energy. There's so much to this and, 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 and we're not taught it. That's what frustrates me, okay? My wife Margo was 29 when she was diagnosed. I was 44. What the heck did we know? You know, I was busy raising kids and then building a business. I didn't know any of this stuff. Of course she didn't, she was 29 years old. It was a shock of a lifetime to have this diagnosis at that age. There's so much stuff that we're never taught. And once we learn it, God, we feel so much better. We find peace that passes all understanding. We find energy that we never knew existed. We find mental clarity that takes us to the next level. and life becomes much richer, much deeper. And once we take care of ourselves and we have this energy and we have this clear mind and we have this beautiful, open, full heart, then we can go out and we can serve others. And that's why we're here. 
You know, I talked the other day about purpose, right? But that's our highest purpose, is to serve. Serve our Creator and by serving others. You know, and, and if, you want to, if you want to fill your heart with joy and love and compassion, do it. You'll be shocked. It will forever change you, and it's addicting. And, and once you get a taste of this, and there's, there's spiritual laws to this where you'll be blessed beyond your wildest dreams. You know, the Bible says, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing, or whatever it says, right? I know in my own life, you know, I, I might give someone money over here and be blessed with a brand new relationship over here. I might help someone over here that's struggling and just spend time with them and be blessed financially over here. But it's not 1x, it's 10x, it's 20x, it's 50x. So get out of yourself. Find someone that you can love and serve, especially if you can do it anonymously or it's a stranger, and your heart will be full. Until next time, go out there, live your life with passion, and manifest the life of your dreams. Thank you for listening to The Power of Your Voice with Mike Murphy. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Murphy Unfiltered, The Creation Frequency, Mountains of Hope, and The Love from Margo Foundation. These sponsors are dedicated to helping you unleash your full potential and live a life of joy and abundance. If you enjoyed this episode, please visit our website at mikemurphyunfiltered.com and subscribe to our podcast.